Welcome back to Unedited. So what have I been watching since last time? Well, I rewatched Batman Begins and I did a podcast commentary for that. Uh, I spent a lot of time rewatching, binge rewatching Battlestar Galactica. I've done miniseries season one, season two. Uh, it's my first time to rewatch season two since I saw it broadcast. Uh, season one I had rewatched on DVD because it's such a fantastic season. They really knock it out of the park with that season one. And miniseries, I remember when I, I watched the miniseries, I wasn't too hot on it. I felt um, a lot of the characters were f quite typical, fair. Um, I mean, you have these kind of types such as hotshot pilot that is a woman and acts like a man. We have a, a colonel who has a drinking problem and he has like uh, issues with the hotshot female pilot. Um, then there's the commander Adama and his son Lee who have father-son issues. Uh, I, I felt some of those characters in the beginning it just felt a little bit clunky and their dark personal and inner conflicts just um, seemed a bit typical for a tv series it's like oh a, a son that hates his father well that's original um but when i rewatch it uh, I don't have that opinion because this is coming back after watching the entire series. So um, it sits a lot better on the rewatch. Uh, why I tuned in for season one after the miniseries, I think uh, basically the, the ending of the miniseries when all the Cylons appear at the space station and then we find out that one of the main characters is actually a Cylon as well and I was really interested to see where that would that would go that really kind of caught my attention and then when I started watching season one from the very first episode which was called 33 it just doesn't let up and it, it's kind of constant um, hitting you in the face with uh, revelations and drama and action and it's fantastic and uh, I always think season one is the best of the series it's a very tight series season one uh, probably because it's only 13 episodes now I'm re-watching season two and I, I have the same opinion that I had before uh, because I think season two was 20 episodes. So definitely the beginning of season two, there's like a, a six episode arc where they have to escape Cobol and then go back to Cobol and then find the way to Earth. And, and it, yeah, it takes kind of six episodes to tie up 
the end of season one cliffhanger uh, so you felt like in, in one way it's good because the characters have a lot more breathing room to to grow and develop and you can kind of have um, some nice scenery during scenes uh, on, on screen nice acting and in another way you felt like it, it is a little bit slower um, but I think they earned it by that stage so I, I still really enjoyed season two so yeah I'm just at the fourth episode of season two now I also watched uh, 1990s Marvel animation called The Avengers United They Stand. This is part of a, like a Marvel animated universe continuity from the 1990s. Probably some of you are familiar with the 1990s animated Spider-Man and the X-Men animation. And then in, in the same continuity as those was Iron Man. Uh, Fantastic Four, The Incredible Hulk, and Silver Surfer. Uh, to a lesser extent, um, there was an animation called Spider-Man Unlimited, which doesn't really seem to have much continuity with any of the other series. But like X-Men, Spider-Man, Iron Man, Incredible Hulk, Fantastic Four, um, there was a definite, definite continuity in between those animated series and they were really good animated series as well um like i said previous podcasts growing up we didn't really have the selection of comics available um i don't remember seeing spider-man on the shelves when i was a child um Maybe if it was like a Batman or Superman comic, it would be kind of like a summer special or like, um, yeah, collected issue. We wouldn't be getting weekly releases or monthly titles, anything like that. So the bulk of my Marvel knowledge and yeah, DC knowledge comes from animated series. There was the, the DC animated universe in the, the 90s and early 2000s with um, Batman the Animated Series and Batman Beyond and the Justice League Unlimited and Superman. And then on the Marvel side of things, um, they had the Spider-Man X-Men. So I thought I had watched all of the animated Marvel series from the 90s and I noticed that um, the one I hadn't watched was the Avengers United They Stand. And I was very curious to watch it, um, partly because I really loved the Marvel animated series from the 90s, and because now we, we live in the, the time of Avenger movies, and um, Avengers is such a big thing now. Uh, so it was interesting to see, uh, compare it and see how it held up against other series. Uh, I think you can find it on Disney Plus, along with the other 1990s Marvel series. Uh, I wouldn't recommend it at all. It's it's a very bad series. It it's probably the worst of the the 90s Marvel animated series. It 
it's even worse than Spider-Man Unlimited. The stories are quite uninteresting. Um, the animation is okay in some places. In other places, it looks a bit cheap. And like, for example, they have some explosions during the action, but it's not animated explosion. It's like a live action explosion or like kind of a very cheap CGI explosion, like, like a GIF almost. Um, voice acting is okay. You, you can see a lot of the voice actors are taken from, I think, uh, other Marvel series. In particular, you can notice a few voices from the X-Men series. Um, sometimes a little bit too similar, especially Haw Hawkeye sounds very much like uh, Wolverine from X-Men. And even the, the characterization is, is kind of similar. Uh, if he if he had said Bob, it, it wouldn't have been out of place. Um, the the episodes I found just plodding along. The the kind of emotional weight are of them from are missing uh, compared to other Marvel animated series. The main villain is Ultron. Um, but he's just a, a bad guy. He has no real motive. You could just say he's just he's just evil, and that's it. And we don't really know why he does what he does, except that he was created by Hank Pym. Hank Pym, uh, Ant Man. He is the leader of the Avengers in this series. Um, we don't see as main characters Iron Man or Captain America or Thor. Uh, they Iron Man shows up in one episode. Captain America shows up in another episode. They they don't live up to the appearances that they had in um, Spider-Man. Iron Man doesn't even take off his mask. You don't see Tony Stark's face. Um, they're very much of just a, a character. Uh, and as the animated series says, these these three, Thor, Iron Man, Captain America, created the Avengers, but they have no part in the current Avengers that we see in this series. So there's only about 13 episodes. Um, I, I watched all of them. Wouldn't watch them again. I wouldn't recommend it. You, you definitely don't need to watch this series. Um, it, it's not really in continuity with anything else. Um, it's not good. I, I can't think of any merits to it. It, you know, what it really feels like is it feels like a, a poor version of X Men, a very kind of watered down version of X Men in some ways. So yeah, that's what I watched for animated series. Speaking of animation, I watched a classic Doctor Who story, which was called The Moon Base. And this is involving the second Doctor and the Cybermen come back for their second appearance. Two of the episodes from the four episode serial were lost. So uh, two of the episodes have been animated, 
I think the first episode and third episode were animated. Um, the story is quite similar to uh, the first Doctor serial, uh, which was the Tenth Planet, which introduced the Cybermen. But uh, the uh, Cybermen in the Moon Base are a lot more interesting. Um, they've, they've been redesigned. Only their second appearance, but they've been redesigned. They seem a lot more dangerous, uh, cooler as well, in regards to the to cyber conversion. The people getting sick and they have these black veins running on the outside of their, their bodies and hands and faces. And it, it looks something like um, the Borg, um, as, as the Borg were redesigned in First Contact. When someone was assimilated, you would see these kind of like veins appearing on their faces as they became Borg. So the, the cyber conversion is quite similar. Uh, so it was quite fun. Not amazing, but um, interesting serial to watch. And even though two of the episodes were animated, they, they fit in quite well because the, the animated episodes are using the original audio from the missing episodes. And the audio is available for all of the missing episodes of Doctor Who. I think there's like 97 missing episodes still. Not all of them have been animated. Um, the BBC has said that they're not going to animate all of them. Um, we'll see. They might, given time, but um, they they seem to be animating the ones that are considered important or very popular stories. I guess they're a little bit expensive to to make at the moment. If they um, maybe had more sales, it might encourage them to to do more animated episodes. It's it's the only way to really watch the serials now unless you choose just to listen to the audio and uh, the, the picture picture frames of, of the episodes uh, well I really enjoyed it watching it I, I didn't feel like too big of a distraction and uh, it, it helps a lot to have the original audio of course and they did their best to have it in the style of the original classic series so yeah if you're a doctor who fan and uh, if you haven't watched some classic episodes it, it's a good time to dive in to that uh, in terms of movies i watched and um, not too many this week and um, because i've been watching a lot of tv i watched avoca and costello meet frankenstein um, the last time I, I talked about the uh, Universal Monster Horror series, uh, I think it's my first time to watch Avada and Costello movie. Uh, growing up, I don't remember Avada and Costello being famous. Uh, I don't remember their movies being on TV at all. Um, like for us, it was always like. If we're talking comedy pairing, it would be Lorne and Hardy. Uh, it's, 
it's again it's a universal horror movie um even though it is comedy i, I enjoyed watching it um surprisingly bella lugosi is back as dracula um it's only his second time to play dracula and i think it's it was his final time as well so it was that was really nice to see him back um other monster characters frankenstein monster and um, wolfman was in it as well and um, another monster appearance at the end like a surprise appearance I, I won't give it away just in case you watch it um i don't know if it would fit in with the continuity of the other monster series because um the wolfman played by long cheney at the end of the last in continuity movie was it the house of house of dracula i think or house of frankenstein i think it was house of dracula he was cured and like he kind of had a happy ending but in this movie he's kind of wolfman again maybe something happened in between the movies but um it seems like um all the, the monster characters are kind of um well spoilers um it's done in a way that they they have a finality to their story but it, it's the same with any other universal horror series movie the, the monster is kind of destroyed and we never expect it to come back but um it depends on a sequel uh but i think it was the last appearance of these particular monster characters uh, other movie i watched was birds of prey the harley quinn movie not good not, not good at all um i was actually i was more disappointed than i expected it to be um i watched suicide squad and i, I didn't enjoy suicide squad um and like harley quinn is not my most favorite character we didn't really see the appeal that other people see in the character um the joker having a girlfriend is not something that appeals to me uh like why would the joker have a girlfriend i, I for me it, that's only my opinion um but i think um i think margot robbie does a very good harley quinn um probably she's the she's the best part about the movie and yeah probably one of the best parts about suicide squad too to be honest and she really does nail the character uh voice and appearance and uh, mannerisms I, I think she's giving an excellent performance but in some way i think that the character and performance is kind of wasted on, on this movie um and, and to suicide squad the original suicide squad movie um 
I know she's going to appear in the next Suicide Squad movie directed by James Gunn, who did Guardians of the Galaxy. So I, I have a lot higher hopes that the, the character will be done justice um, because James Gunn knows his stuff. Um, he knows he knows how to use the material well. And um, if if the character is in that movie, I'm, I'm sure he'll do her good justice. Um, in Birds of Prey, I mean, it's it's not a movie for kids, but we have an all female cast that seems like it's made for children. It's quite violent, um, bloody. Um, dealing with some adult themes as well um, but yet the way it portrays the characters and the characterization of each character it, it seems to be leaning towards more of a kid-friendly superhero movie um, so I feel like it's half wanting to be adult birds of prey movie um, they want to attract adult audiences and then other side of it they want to attract younger audiences but I wouldn't take kids to watch this it, I think it's too too violent and too bloody for kids so it's like what does the movie want to be um, like some of the action scenes it feels like I'm watching Batman and Robin again. I'm sorry to say that, but um, it it's just a little bit ridiculous, and I felt not the right age to be watching it. But then, with all the violence, it's like, who is the movie for, really? So yeah, it was very disappointing in all aspects um, besides the acting and yeah like I said Margot Robbie is great but she's kind of wasted here I also watched a movie called Master Z the Ip Man Legacy and uh, this is kind of a, a spin-off movie from the Donnie Yen Ip Man movies um, the character antagonist from the third movie is the main character here. Uh, it has a nice cast. Michelle Yeoh is in this, and Tony Ja is in it, and Dave Batista is in it. Good movie, entertaining. Um, it leaves a lot of the baggage of Ip Man behind, which is kind of really refreshing because. There are a lot of Ip Man movies. I mean, not just talking about the, the Donnie Yen movies, but there's also um, like there's the Anthony Wong Ip Man movie, and then there's like a kind of prequel series of Ip Man movies, and then there's kind of a little bit more cheaper knockoff versions of Ip Man movies, and it's just feeling too much. It, it's nice to have a movie. Um, about Wing Chun that doesn't involve Ip Man as a main character 
Um, so I, I enjoyed this a lot. Maybe more than I enjoyed previous Hitman movie, the third movie. Uh, it's definitely on par with the Ip Man movies. And like I said, it doesn't have the baggage. So it, it's kind of a refreshing take. I'd, I'd like to see more of of the main of these movies of like um, Master Z or the main character uh, rather than watching more Ip Man movies. So last week's recommendation was a movie called Streets of Fire, it's a 1984 American film directed by Walter Hill. Uh, how I discovered this movie first was, um, if some of you know the old arcade game called Streets of Rage, it's like a scrolling fighting game. Um, I liked the music in that game, so I was searching online for that, and um, when I put that in, like Streets of Rage music, um, Streets of Fire came up as a result. So I kind of was curious about it, and I, I kind of loved the poster for the movie. Um, I didn't watch trailer or anything, um, it was just the, the poster kind of had me interested to watch it. So uh, I checked it out and I was kind of blown away by it. It's a very um, unusual film uh, in in regards to, there's not really any other movies I think that I can compare to it. It's a like neo-noir rock musical, um, but it has a very strong like retro like 1950s rock retro vibe and it's heavily mixed with kind of um 80s vibe of filmmaking and uh, direction and uh, visuals so it was really interesting uh, in that respect um the design and costume costuming um yeah, it it feels like 80s movie, but then there's like parts of it that are kind of 1950s. Um, music is definitely, I think, closer to 80s. And if you, if you love 80s music, if you love 80s visuals, I think this is perfect movie for you to watch. Um, I hadn't really heard of it uh, until I kind of stumbled upon it, but. Uh, even if you don't watch the movie, check out the soundtrack because it's a really fantastic soundtrack. If, if again, if you like eighties music, it, it's a, a joy to listen to and a joy to watch. So I believe there is a sequel to this movie, and the sequel is called "Road to Hell." Uh, it's not a high budget sequel. I think it was kind of made under its own funding. Um, I haven't been able to find it. I think it's only being released at um, some film festivals. Um, like the, 
date says 2008. It was released, but um, I, I don't think that would be on DVD or anything like that. Um, Try as I might, I haven't found it yet. So I'll keep searching. Again, it's, it's not official sequel, and it looks like a very um, low-budget sequel, if it is. Um, just reading a little bit about it here. It had its world premiere at the Alamo Craft House in October 2008. Uh, Chicago premiere 2013. Uh, seems like there was some additional shooting in 2013. Uh, it won some awards. Polygon Film Festival for Best Fantasy Movie, Best Song. Um, yeah, unfortunately, I haven't found it. I'll keep looking because um, I really loved the first movie, so I hope I can find the sequel someday, official or not. Uh, I think some of the cast members from the original movie are in the sequel. And my recommendation for next time is a little bit difficult to find, I think. Um, but if you can find it, um, I hope you can watch it. If you are interested in cinematography, um, I recommend this movie. Um, I'll talk a little bit more about it next time. The title is My Heart is That Eternal Rose. My heart is that eternal rose. It's a 1989 Hong Kong film. Director is Patrick Tan. And it stars Tong Yang. Um, if you can find it, um, we'll talk about it more next time.